Welcome to Wildcard. What up, Wildcard? What's good? 29th of September. Was a day that I could remember. <laughs> I'm just talking shit now. <laughs> Welcome to episode 10. Thank you. And my sincerely apologies for episode 9. I hope you enjoyed it when it came out. That's that's important, right? Oh, why am I playing music so child? Hmm? Half crazy? Is this episode going to be half crazy? More so for me than it would be you, honestly. Nothing's the same, yeah, yeah, hey, half crazy, when's the last time you bounced to some music, so child, I know when he was hot, y'all was playing your little Neo Soul records, I know, listen, this whole episode, it's gonna be story times, and snippets of issues I've had with previous relationships that I have now learned and applied to my life to not do again. I hate to walk away from you as if this never existed. Woo! The moment after I, I different, yeah. <laughs> what I say Y'all know Relationship struggles Oh man There will be a part two I know I know I'm not gonna get through With The ones I wanna share some of the ones I don't want to share but need to share. It's all good. Enjoy this emotionally driven podcast episode. <laughs> episode 10. In reality, most of you could probably relate to this shit that I'm gonna that I'm gonna say that you're gonna hear. I welcome. I welcome you guys to absolutely Call and share. Let us know what's up. Wild card. Going half crazy, baby. Y'all know I can't sing, but I'm gonna do it anyway. We just gonna jump right in. So, another, I just want to share, I guess, I guess this is going to be a long story time and and really it's going to be a combination of just things that I've dealt with in past relationships that I realized at this point in my life had nothing to do with me. But when you don't know better, you can't do better and you just trumble, trumble. You trip, you fall, you fumble all over what to do and how to do. And you have to choose if you care to do. You know, it's, it's, it's different levels of this. But when you don't know any better, you don't do any better. One of the um, <laughs> issues I've had in previous relationships is refusing to let go. And I'm going to share a couple of them today. And this one's going to be the first one. Refusing to let go. Yeah. By definition, by, by definition, damn it, I'm telling you, this one gonna be a hard podcast, this one here. 
Here it is. By definition, okay, if you find yourself afraid to let a person go, you're supposed to think about whether this person brings true value to your life or if they hold you back. Plain and simple, if you find this person doing more harm than good, let them go for someone much better. I Listen, I can tell you how many times I fucked that up in life. Me being the Aquarius that I am, we don't necessarily hold people and we don't necessarily let people go. We mix and we mingle. We don't find people offensive and we don't we don't get offended. So we understand somebody can hurt you once, but you know, we don't necessarily want to give that person a, a, a second or a third time to do so. But however, we understand that we're all human by nature. That's one. That's an Aquarius understanding. We are definitely the humanitarians of the whole fucking zodiac, and and straight up, we know everybody fucks up, and we're the first person to give a second and a third chance. It's bad for us because we don't know when the fuck to let go. I'm pretty sure other signs have this issue. But this ain't a Zodiac reading, bitch. It's a fucking podcast. Welcome to Wild Card. Back to it. Letting somebody go hurts. Hurts because you never know the potential of what it could be. But if you're there wondering and waiting on a potential at my now age, well into my 30s, that's a lie. I can tell you right now, Wild Card, that's a lie. You should never be waiting and wondering about a person's potential. That's not a reason to stay around. If you can't see the reasons right now, you must let go. You must let go. You must let go. Hold it on, gonna do what? Huh? Yeah, you're full of loyalty. Yeah, you got sticking power. You know? Hold on to your partner. No matter what's going on, it's you and them versus everything. Y'all, it's, it's tried and true. It's ride or die. It's body Clyde. I get it. I get it. That's your persona. Key thing. Your persona. But you can't lie to yourself. If you find this person you're with, Doing more harm than good to your persona. This is where you can be a little bit selfish and it'd be okay. You can get away with it. It's all right. You do have your agenda. And then you do have an agenda. You create, keyword, create with this person you're with. And I can go into a whole wild card sermon right there. You create an agenda with the person. I'm going to the left a little bit. You create one. You don't go into a relationship expecting something because that's still your persona bleeding out into a relationship that is no longer just about you. That's where most people fuck up. You go into a relationship and you create. It's not your identity no more. It's two identities being meshed into one. But if you don't see the respect level where... The meshing of the two identities aren't working. And let me tell you how they don't work. This is this is how you're going to let a person go. They don't work when they don't work with your agenda. And I sound like a, a, a back and forth person. So let me try to make it very fucking clear here. You're a person in everything that you are and everything that you're trying to do. They are a person in everything that they are and in everything that they're trying to do. You guys come together because there's supposed to be some common ground between the two of you and all of your goals and all that you're trying to do. And then you mix in love and then you mix in kids in the future, maybe a wedding. You know, you get together. So now you, you two become one. And so you share the agendas together. That's how this shit works. If you guys don't have any common agendas together, you can't be your authentic self. They can't be their authentic self. And y'all can't come together authentically, okay, organically, and then work on the same shit together. It's not going to happen because you're going to crush their personal 
um, happenings and goals and ambitions and they're going to crush yours or they're not going to give you the time so that you can do yours or explore or to grow. And then the two of you really are operating on two silo agendas because you can't find the middle ground. This is where people think that differences attract. No, they don't, bitch. Differences do not attract. Oh, y'all, 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 y'all can fight me on that one. Instead of letting shit go, when you see these flags, you hold on, you hold on, you hold on, because you're in your mind thinking there's possibility and potential, which goes back to what I first just said. The answer is no. If you're with somebody and you're holding on and you're thinking about possibility and potential, you're fucked up, let it go, drive it off a cliff, throw the bag away. It ain't going to work. If you can't see it now, there's no common ground now. Y'all ain't got no common goals. Y'all ain't working towards some shit together that you also want and they also want. So that that's what great you know that's what creates the commonality right there. Then it ain't apples and apples, bitches. Apples and oranges. Okay, that's not an orange. That's a grapefruit. Like you know, you're busy trying to calculate. And, and redefine what's shit going on. And then you're so in love with the person for whatever reason. And you're like, well, it's got to work. Got to make it work. This person is awesome. They're awesome. But they might not be awesome for you. Let awesome people go be awesome. And if you're that awesome person, go continue to be awesome. You do not have to stick it out with somebody that you can't make awesome sauce with. Okay? This person has to bring true value to your life. They cannot be the person in the way or holding you back. If you can no longer be who you are and work on your goals while you're with them, then there was never really common ground. Y'all ain't talked enough. Y'all might have been just fucking and kissing. Y'all ain't talked enough. Go back, turn around, go talk some more. Realize where is their common ground? If there isn't any, be friends. That's at least that's what an Aquarius would do. We don't mind being friends. Friends with foes, friends with friends, friends with haters, friends with loved ones, friends with family, family that has turned our back. We don't care. We're very fluid people. Again, this ain't no zodiac reading. I ain't about to tell you the other signs out here. I mean, for all I give a fuck, go read Chinese zodiac. Go find out if you're a pig, rat, dog. Bitch, I'm a tiger. Moving forward. That's one of the struggles I have had with women in my past. Letting and knowing when to let them go. It's not a I don't care. It's not a nonchalant. It's a let me be smart about this. This is just where it is. I can't do me and you. We can't do us. Two different paths. I'm not waiting on potential or possibility. If it ain't here now, I'm not about to be here winning and hoping and, and praying that my lottery numbers is going to cash in one day. That's just not what I got to go get my life. I'm not betting on someone else's life. I just want to meet somebody in the stride of my life. Because if I meet somebody in the stride of my life, there is common ground. Stop forcing shit, people. Let people go. Taking a shit. And they could never stand in our way. I gotta find that we one. Love to love all, we all if you know it, let me know what it is. No, no matter what the people say, no anyway. You are my life. 
Because I'm telling you, in my mind, I can replay some of these like verbatim, like it was yesterday. Going through those emotional mishaps is crazy. One thing I've learned from at least, I can, I can think of two right now, two females, is dealing with, and it can be male or female, but dealing with emotional and financial stability. I'm a person, I'm a, let me give you the layman term right right quick. I'm a person, you're a person. I have my own emotions to manage and my own finances to manage. You have your own emotions and own finances. You've been doing this before I met you, before I knew you, before you knew me. Now, here we are and here we are. We are together. And the mistake with mine was this person put their emotional stability on me. To manage. This person also put their financial stability on me to manage. <clears throat> this did not go well. And it was a hard pill to swallow because in a relationship you want to be the person that is helpful. You want to be there. You want to support. But there's a there's a, there's a limit for everything, right? There's a limit for everything. Being emotional, you're able to you know, provide healing, some comfort, some support to who you're with. If they're hurting, if they're in pain, you're sympathetic, you're empathetic. You know, you're able to cure their broken heart if necessary. Put a kiss on every scar that someone has left on the journey of where you're now going in that person's mind or in that person's heart. You can make it better. There it is. We're good to go. I'm here now. Mm. This is emotional health, stability, support. Mm. Some emotions are dark. You don't really know what you're going to encounter in that person you're with, male or female. All of this is male or female. You don't really know. And so it could be a dark, it could be, you know, stormy area. It could be something that happened to them way before they met you that has really damaged them. And they still have not dealt with their own emotional um, depth. And you're here and they are going to expect you to help them with that. In my case, this person ex didn't expect me to help them with that. This person expected me to just take it all together and make it right. So no matter what outburst or outcome or issues or any relapse that they had this person made it my full responsibility to a be okay with it deal with it and let them continue because and i say let them continue because some of their outbursts and, and responses and flashbacks and whatever would occur and i would get hurt in the process There was a quote that I read, and I could be fucking that up right now, but if you don't try to heal, emotionally speaking, if you don't try to heal from cuts and scars and bruises you have on your own, you you just gonna bleed out. And you gonna end up you gonna end up cutting and you're gonna end up bleeding out on this new person that don't deserve it. I know I fucked that all up, but I, I got a feeling why I called that y'all, y'all got it, y'all felt that. You, you understand where I'm trying to go. 
you got to deal with your own shit. And, and, and I felt like I was so unsupportive by pushing it back and saying, I don't want to own this. Because when you lash out, shout it. When you lash out and you having your moments, you are cutting me and I ain't had shit to do with this. Then I, of course, an argument would ensue. Oh, you don't love me? You're not here for me? You're not going to support me? You're not going to stand for me? You need to understand that I'm like this. And I told you the story. So from time to time, it's just, this is what it's going to be. And I'm sitting in the corner. Well, not, you know, figuratively speaking, I'm sitting. And I'm just cut up. And I'm expected to just deal. Not help you to deal. Because you ain't helped yourself. And you're not asking me to help you. You're saying this is it. This is an excuse. This is where it's at right now. This is how I'm hurting. I've not healed from this. And this is just how I am. And this is a tough pill to swallow, people. This is also somebody you need to let go. But, that, you know, obviously, that's the end of all of the ones I'm saying, obviously. But what I'm saying is it's a tough one to process because if you're a caring person, if you care about this person, remember, it only takes a look, it only takes a care to actually love. So I care for this person. So I, evidently, I love this person. So I'm like, yes, I do want to help. I do want to support but I realized you ain't looking to heal. That's the key to this right here, emotionally. You're not looking to heal. So if you're not looking to heal, I can't really help. Because the last thing I want to do is do something my mother would tell me. Misery love company. I'm not going to sit here and be miserable with you and just, you know, at random take these cuts that you're going to give me from something you're still hurting from. Now we both got to bleed. My relationship with you won't be that enjoyable. You're supposed to want to share in every person, somebody. I'm saying that all wrong. You're supposed to want to share in somebody's everything. But a relationship is about growth. In in I'm talking about the relationship with your yourself first before you get into the relationship with someone else. You're supposed to be growing. And if you are stuck on a past hurt, a past problem, and you bring that shit into this relationship and you ain't dealt with it first, you're not going to put that emotional stability on me to manage it or just deal, but don't help because you ain't helping you right now. You're not really giving no real effort. Then we both going to hurt. How happy you think this is going to be? You're making your problem mine. And you're stopping me from helping you because you don't really want to help yourself. You just want to wallow in it. You don't want to face it. Maybe there's a fear. All kind of shit. But if you don't talk and try to help and understand that I'm coming from the the, the perspective of support, this ain't going to work. You're going to blame me. You're going to say I'm like them. You're going to try to draw common lines and strings and point where, where I'm the same. Or, you know, and all of this is coming from something before me. Either I'm going to help you have the right channel to release these complex emotions, you know what I mean? Or, you know, listen, the only thing that can end out of this is you drowning your lover in an endless moodiness, just mud pit. You're going to leave your partner to feel like there's always a fucking crisis brewing that he never know when this shit going to hit. It's, it's closed doors everywhere, treading water, treading ice. Like, what is this? And I'm speaking more about the emotional aspect. And I know I started out by saying emotional and financial. But finances is the same thing. If you can't be clear, cut, open, and honest with yourself first about what's going on financially and what you need to do to make better, then when you get into a relationship with someone else, you cannot expect them to fix your fucking problems either. I can't pay for child support, but I'm with my new boom, my new babe. And now because they wanted to be in a relationship with me, it's part of their goals now to help me with my goals. It is if you can help yourself. Listen, God won't even help you if you don't help yourself. 
Even God operates on a 50-50. What the fuck make you think I'm going to be 100 to your zero? And this is your 100% problem. It don't work that way. I still have to manage my life. I can't throw away my life and the things that I have going. You know, in my reality, my rules, regulations, and responsibilities. I can't forget that I have my own to take care of. I am what I am and I was my own person before you. You have your own. Yes, you need a little help, but when you, your definition of help is giving up your responsibility of it, you ain't really helping yourself, are you? You just hand it over like a bag lady on some Erica Badu, Erica Badu shit, excuse me. Your bags of emotional instability and your financial instability, and you expect me to fix it. Well, this is not fair. It's not fair and it's not right. And many people do this in many, in many places. Some people try to marry up. Some some people try to marry into. Some people will get involved just to sue. Some people will start a life with plans intentionally to unfinish them so that they can depart and they can level up. And there's a whole lot of games being played in all kinds of ways in this matrix of people trying to get other people to deal with their problems. If you were to just deal with it yourself, it's okay. For these emotions, if you find yourself really struggling with feelings, depression, anger, there's professionals and your your partner should be okay and support you in doing that and going with you. And if they had to pay for the sessions, you know, for if it, there was financial instability, then they should be open to do so. If they're there to help you heal, then they're there to help you grow. And that's the type of person you want in your life. The person that wants to help you grow, help you grow, means you also be have to be trying to help yourself. That's that. That's a good relationship. In my case, that's not what happened. I took all of that, all those bags that she dropped off. I even attempted to open a few, try to sort it out. Find myself being a damn intern, going to work for another person on another person. I can't do that. And I realized I was going to work for them more than they was going to work on themselves. That ain't going to work. Because even after I sort them out, what's to stop it from going back that way? A person has to sort themselves out. You can't be in a relationship in that person's mother or in a relationship and be that person's father. That person is probably not ready to be in a relationship. Probably should not be in any one relationship other than themselves. They should only be with themselves. So this is tough. It's tough when you have a big heart. As an Aquarius, I have a big heart. I want to help. But I can't. I can't help you if you can't or won't try to help yourself. Welcome to Wild Card. Sabrina. Gladio? I think. Did we lose our minds? I love her new album. Yeah.
as you already know, I know some of y'all got comments to this shit that you hear on this episode. Let it be known, 740-952-0111. Again, 740-952-0111. On to the next one. Oh boy, this next one. This next one right here. Talk about double standards. Man, I have been with a few. And I have been the cause of a few. So being on both sides of the coin is experience, but being. But applying and learning this experience at this age, um, I'm sitting here talking like my head is full of gray and and I'm 50. But I I just, you know, if I was wiser, I I would have applied these lessons as these lessons were happening. But nope, my stubborn ass is all out Aquarius as I could be. I did not learn a few of these things even after a few trial and errors. This one is unfair standards. I have experienced a number of unfair standards. You're with somebody, you are like fiercely loyal, okay? You know, being who you're supposed to be, you're highly protective. Yeah, you'll go to bat, you beat a bitch's ass, you know what I'm saying? You hem a nigga up, yeah, and that's a southern term, okay? That's chin checking and fucking I will find you outside as soon as we leave this club, like... <laughs> Or fuck, if it has to get real, I'll do it right the fuck here. You did what? To who? And when? Oh, nigga, you fuck with them, you fuck with me. Flat out, let's do it. It's like red flags. It's like a bull in a fucking red damn drape. And you are instantly, wop, wop, on red. You ready to go for your girl, for your guy. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. As a matter of fact... There's a level of expectation that you should actually be this type of person if you're not going to fight for who you're with. Who you're with ain't going to really respect that. They're not going to really feel protected, secure, or loved in in a way, right? But some people can guard you so much so that it's kind of possessive. You don't... You know, it, it it gets possessive. It gets to the point where you're like, you know, I own this person. This person is me, a reflection of me. It's mine. What you do to them, you do to me. And that's it. Before I go any further, that's where shit goes wrong. You're, you're acting like you gave birth to this person. Only somebody's mother and father can ever say that that is mine and that is a reflection of me. What you do to them, you do to me. Some people like to carry on those, you know, kind of traits and personalities on over to their relationships and says, well, I'm with this person, with this person. So if you do anything to this person, you do it to me. And, and, and shit going to get crazy if it go left. Watch yourself. We carry that same idea from a mom and dad over to a relationship. We even fuck ourselves up when we call each other mommy and poppy and daddy and you know, all that stuff because we're we're blending ideas that are not true. They're not true. The titles aren't aren't real. They're not there. It sounds cute, huh? You're growing up. Okay. You're soon, you know, if you and that person goes any further, you will actually become a mom and a dad. And then you can actually call each other mommy, papi, all them fun stuffs, right? You can chulo, all that shit, right? And I had me some names. You bet you. I had some names. I had a woman call me Snuggy. I had a woman call me Snuggy once. And I was like, where did this come from? What 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 do you mean Snuggy? She she would flat out tell me, hey, when I talk to you for some reason, when I get with you, I just want to lay out. I just want to have fun. But I just, I'm so at ease and I'm so comforted and I'm so at peace. And I just want to, 
lay out and just talk to me for life. This this can be for I mean, I'm so damn smooth out, candle smooth out. I'll forget to shut the TV off and I'll just I'll doze after you and I felt like a fucking alarm clock. That, you know, got hit snoozed on forever. Like, bitch fall asleep with me. But Snuggie was her her term of endearment. And I went I went left. I know. Coming back to right. I don't want to lose what I'm trying to say here. Being possessive, okay? When somebody's with you, they're not just yours, okay? They're they're a human being. I know you want to say that they now smell like you, look like you, talk like you, act like you. I get it. There's a bond. But when it comes to sex and romance, there's going to be some problems with your possessiveness. What do I mean? What do you mean, what do I mean? These unfair standards come in play right here. A person in a relationship, predominantly the male, but it can happen either side, thinks that you, the female, or again, it can happen on either side, needs to be whispery, whitey, I'm making up words right now, but flow with me, cleaner than clean, okay? Not, not egg, not eggshell white. Okay, white. What other flavors of white are there? Off-white, eggshell white, cream, beige. That motherfucker expects you to be white. And at the wrong, unfair standard definition time, they feel like they can do whatever they want, but you must be white. They can lie, they can spy, they can cheat, but you have to be on your best behavior. That's kind of fucked up. It's unfair standards. It's one thing to be possessive of a person, but it's another thing to hold them to unfair standards. I think we all seen this with the Ike and Turner movie. I'm really on my movie shit today. I hated every time he whooped the ass. I hated it. Well, I felt it. I do. I'm, I do not stand for for woman beaters at all, and that's crazy. From you know, it's coming. If I'm gonna be wild card clear, that's coming from somebody that I used to have to shake a bitch or two in my heyday. I put my hand on women before, and I realized I got that bullshit from my father. Cause he damn sure put his hand on my mother. I remember that shit. And then I remember I got so caught up. I, I said, yo. Who is this reflective of? I know I'm going a little left here, but roll with me. And I realized it was a piece of him being angry. And then I had to realize, why am I angry? How can I undo this? It's not the type of person I want to be. I don't need to reflect my father. And I don't need to hold women to a standard of crystal fucking white. While I'm out here being gray, 50 shades of grays and blacks. Color scheme don't work that way. Ain't nobody putting gray, black, beige, and white in the same wedding. Ain't gonna happen. Male, female, whoever is the one holding the other person to clear cut standards while they're being unfair and doing what they want to do, you should stop. You should stop. This is a pitfall. Use your intuition. Okay, be empathetic. Your powers are there, but understand your mate's perspective. That shit's not fair altogether. A true soulmate, okay, connection is not one-sided. You, you, if you're doing this, you have a lot to lose because you're you're living in your head. I've done this. Yes, I've played around. I've been a player. I've had two or three or four or more. But when I dealt with my woman, she had to be crystal fucking clear, clean, completely the opposite of all the shit I had in my car, back seats. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't do her that way, but these other hoes can get it inside the club, in the bathroom, leg up. Like, you know, can't do that. And women don't do that to your guy. You out here pressuring and pressuring and pressuring. What are you doing? Where are you doing? How are you doing? Who are you doing it with? Where are you going? But then, when it comes to you, you don't divulge them type of details. It's one-sided. 
you don't feel obligated to tell him everything you're doing, everything where you're going and what you're up to and what you just got through doing. Like, you you don't feel obligated to share that. You making sure crystal clear you're in his phone, his voicemails, his DMs, and his work email. You know, his times of everything he's fucking doing, whatever the fuck he's doing. You know, everything like clockwork. And you check in like you're the supervisor, like it's clockwork. But yeah, when it comes to you, you don't, you don't, you don't give off that energy. You don't, you don't give out the same. Do unto others as you was like done unto you. So it can go two ways. If you don't want nobody checking on you the way you check on them, you shouldn't be in a relationship. You should be in some shit that ain't got no strings. And I can go a whole episode on that because uh, shit does have strings. Quit lying to yourselves. But if you are the type that are listening and you're realizing, oh, shit, I do that to who I'm with now or who I'm fucking with now. And if you agree that it is unfair behavior, we have a win-win here. Either you going to either divulge the same information and the same type of respect or you're going to cut back and realize this person is a human being and try to establish some trust. Otherwise, take your possessive, unfair, boundary ass on. Get out of it. Stay by yourself for another year or two. Try that. one you ever heard of well first off I love the TV show power I read the 48th law Robert Greene 50 cent then there's the 50th I'm sorry that was the 50th law Robert Greene by himself had the 48th law then there's all kind of mastery books and all kind of that that sense of kind of like a mental political power arrangement goes into the histories where people from past have made basically chess moves over the next or over the group of people and have caused history as we know it today as kids are studying in school. Power. Relationship power is real. I have had in my past women use all the powers of being a woman. Okay, she's not a prostitute. She's mine. I've already, you know, taken her hand or, or, or what have you. And she will bring all the tenacity, the insight, the drive, the charm. Just, just you know, showcasing her leadership, how much she can be an influence, a networker, a trendsetter. You know what I'm saying? By any means necessary with all her ladylike femininity to show that she can do this remain on top and and, and, and and run shit and you'll be lucky to have her or be lucky to be in the same fucking room be lucky that you have her number you'd be lucky to even know her name I have been with women like this and yes it's a real motherfucking charm to even know them you're like yo 
We on first name basis, bitch. Yeah, getting that pussy tonight. And yeah, of course, of course, <laughs> that didn't happen. I mean, <laughs> not right away. I mean, you know, listen, these type of women that I have come across, they know how to fucking manipulate. They know how to just, they have this magnetism about them. And, you know, everybody want them. No matter what type of sexual fluidity they are in, everybody want them. And they know it. They know it. So, what they do? Manipulate to get what they want. And they're not prostitutes by nature. They're not doing this shit for money, per se. Once you do it for money, you're only, like, marginalized, you know. There's other ways, you know, where women win. And female is strong and in the sight of positivity. Women are everything. Women are everything. Women are the future. Women run this shit. Beyonce did not lie with the woman who runs the world. It's fucking true. It's fucking true. But when you, what a smart guy has to do is see. What is she doing with all of her natural born powers? One, is she using them? And two, if she is, because obviously I'm talking about the woman that is right now. Every woman comes with these powers, but the one I'm talking about is ones I've actually met and been with and dated and whatnot. And they're actually currently using, you know, all 10 of their powers, so to speak. But if you realize after watching her, because a smart guy would watch. You have to watch first. Watch if she's doing it for sex. Watch if she's doing it for favors. Watch where her heart is. Actions are much louder in this type of woman than her words. The words are there to magnetize you, manipulate you, charm you. But her actions. Is she moving with her heart? Is she moving out of conditions of, like, you know, fear of losing power? Does she always want the upper hand? Does she always do a move that gives her three moves ahead? Is she planning for security? It's hard to really decipher this one. This one you actually have to spend time with. You cannot rush this one. Because you cannot see her motives that quick. She will not show you her ass in 90 days. She can last longer than six months and you'll never smell a con. Now, she don't have to necessarily be a con. But she doesn't have to be the one for you. And it's hard to turn somebody like this down. This is an ace in a hole right here. Ace of diamonds. Everybody would tell you you stupid for turning this one down. Everybody. It's almost like, you know, the day you do it, God hits you on the shoulder. Bruh. You alright? I send you this one. Out the front door. The last ones came out the back gate. You turning this one down? It's like, that's the feeling you're going to get. By having to say no to this one. This woman has an ambition. She's going to get what she wants, but this is not what you want. You have to stop for a moment and you have to consider the important role of authenticity. Because she's not authentic. She's merely using her God-given talents to maneuver. This isn't her. This is not her heart. She works very well with her mind. She's using her mind to get this far and to go further. If she doesn't allow you to see her heart. If you can't see her heart. Mind you, it takes more than 30 days, okay? It's not going to be a quick boom, bam, bye. And that's what the fuck it is. It's not going to be that at all. You have to go find this woman's heart. If she... If you can't find it, she won't let you in. She blocking you. She Jackie Chan in your situation. You're not going to get in. And that's the only way that it would ever matter to this woman. You have to be the one to either get her heart. 
Now, the goal and the challenge ain't for you niggas out here to go and chase and chase and chase after her heart. You can't do that for sport. This ain't for play. If she offers you her heart, this shit for real. She's being authentic. If she decides to open up and give you her heart, then okay. But don't be sitting here trying for two years. Don't don't play the buddy game and be a friend and then fall on that side of the fence and then fall in love with her. And ten years later, you're like, hey, I just want to tell you something. That, that's just dumb. What I'm trying to do is save you years. Yes, she's bomb. But if she, and yes, you might really want to know her authentically. Authentically, authentically, but if she doesn't want to let you know her, then she did not choose you, and you will not be ever seeing her heart. She won't share it with you. She'll shove you to the side, and you need to be just fine with that shit. Just say, "Hey, I got a real good, attractive friend," because you can't speak on nothing else, because you don't know her heart. So keep your networks and be smart, but you're gonna have to move on. You're going to have to let go. There's too much manipulation and too much power at play with her to undermine it. So if there's no heart, there's no trust, ain't no damn relationship, you got to learn when to throw that fucking towel in and say that, yeah, it ain't going to move, it ain't going to work, it ain't going to happen. And that's what I had to do. And if I miss some of them bitches right now, I do. Damn, they were good. I ain't gonna lie. Prize. Best pony at the show. You know what I mean? Fuck. Put your money all on that, Mayweather. That's a show bet. She is. But she didn't choose me to have her heart. Women like this is up to them. And so I didn't want to be the puppy with a dog between my legs, hoping and wishing and praying. I have to be bygones with bygones and realize not that she's too good for me, but I would hate to be with somebody who I can't have my heart being shared with their heart. It won't be real. It'll be authentic. It would be TV, Kim Kardashian, family type bullshit. It's here for show and it's all fake and it's false and it ain't never going to be real. I'd much rather have something real. And that's what you have to say to yourself. And that's not that she's fake. But you aren't going to get that heart. Ain't heart what matters? So to my experience for this type of woman, gotta let that go. Got to move on. You gotta do your thin line between love and hate Martin Lawrence move. Okay, you gotta choose the chick from the hood that you've been knew that grew up and you knew that she was good. Can't choose that chick from the hills. You gotta go with your heart. One of my favorite movies. If you ain't seen that shit, get off a of wild card. <laughs> But, the, the, I mean, it's an age-old truth, okay? It's, it's honest and it's real. Go find hearts. Not image. Hearts. Moving on. Goodbye, can't seem to find my mind. I 
Sinead Harnett body. Again, that's Sinead Harnett body. Ah, boy. And I'm telling you that these are all little life lessons that I have achieved so far, thus far. Yeah, man. And it's, it's tough going through the lesson. It's it's everything when you finally applied it and you, you move on in a more sound direction. Another problem I've had with women in the past are little to no boundaries. <laughs> a lot of y'all already know where I'm going with this. I mean, listen, you can mix and mesh and fold and compress and you can lose track of where you begin and where your lover ends. Okay? It's wonderful creating a soulmate, a soulmate type vibe. You know what I mean? Like, and if you don't happen to create it because you feel it because there's a connection, it's even worse. Because the longingness to be there is just human nature. It's there. You want it. And you want it too. It's just, it's like glue. That shit on TV late night, that gorilla glue. Or is the, the fucking flex tape, okay? Fucking smack it on anything and it'll hold back a whole damn full of water. Like, it's like that when you feel a connection, a bond like that, an intimacy like that. I get it. It's that sticky. It gets quicksand that you want to fall in. Like, Mm. And I think the old saying, there's a time and place for everything, is where I fucked up. I did not apply that. I knew these quotes from past. I did not apply that. Damn it, if I knew better, I'd, whew, I'd be locked up with a few other people from past. Listen. Having this type of bond, this glue can leave a little room to establish healthy boundaries. Again, I knew better, but I did not do better. When you feel something like that, you just kind of want to be engulfed. It's crazy, love. And you're like, oh, can I have that feeling again? It's an additive, you know what I'm saying? Gets you high. You're high off that person. Yeah. As Google will put it, healthy boundaries in a relationship creates a foundation of mutual respect between two parties, space for differences, fosters communication. So instead of expecting that your partner should automatically see and do everything in the way you do, remember your partner is their own person and so are you. Be very clear about what makes you comfortable or not. You should always find yourself with someone who is always consciously overstepping your boundaries. If I'll repeat it for you. If you find yourself with someone who is consciously overstepping your boundaries, leave. Now, let me tell you right now, hand in, hand out, that's hard. When you found this damn flex tape, glue, gorilla, stamp it, earwax, sticky solution with somebody, and you're just in this mud, mud bath, and you ain't trying to get clean because you ain't never really felt that, and it's amazing, and you just want to go the distance, you just want to get this person the world, you just want to, yeah. The way to do that, again, is enforcing there's a time and a place for everything. And it's great that the two of you have this connection. It's amazing. I know that. I felt it. Listen. Don't get stuck. Bobby and Whitney has released several movies together and separate. Um, and even in her death. They have shown us what a sticky bond looks like. 
And again, I'm I'm using them as an example because straight out, their their bond was perfect for them, but it was really harmful for them. But this is where love is blind and all that shit. You know, we can turn on Eve's song, love is blind, eh, 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 and it'll take over your mind. You know, come on. Y'all don't like Eve? E-V-E? Pitbull in the skirt? It's just me? Whatever, new Rough Riders. So, straight up, whatever glue you find yourself in with this person, the uh, I can't get enough type glue, is a time and place for it. Make sure you carve out time and place for it so you can have it and you can have it safely because guess what? You just can't turn into crackheads and just, just want to only be in that zone and in that vibe and in that. You know what I'm saying? That wave with that person. You can't just stay right there. You have a life. We live on earth. There are rules, bitch. There are rules, regulations, and responsibility. All them R's that we don't like. All all those R's we don't like. Rules, regulations, and responsibilities. You go too far in your zone and you forget that you have rules, regulation, and responsibility. You start to lose track and you love this person, man. I love this person, man. I love this person, man. I do anything for this person, man. I take it, get in my last dime. Do what I got to do. But your rent do. But you gave them some of your rent because they needed that for whatever reason, man. You helped them out because you loved them. You wouldn't dare not do for them. But now you hurting. Somebody going to snap out of the glue, come up out of the quicksand, find some kind of way. Love that person, but step back into reality. You're going to hate reality more. Because reality is where these rules, regulations, and responsibilities are. All of these R's. You come out to reality, reality is just not where you want to be. And then going back into that zone becomes way more fun and way more comfortable with that person. All up in each other's skin. And you end up like Bobby and Whitney. You be gone for days. To the world. To reality. And you're in each other's skin and it's heaven. It's bliss. It's ecstasy. It didn't matter what the fuck y'all did. No matter fuck what y'all do. Nothing, you know, spare no expense. Doesn't even matter. What you want, baby? What can I do? What can I give you? How can we keep this vibe and this wave going? And then next thing you know, you forget about the things that mattered before this person. You lose track of your own growth. Your growth stops. Now you're giving money where you shouldn't be, spending money where you shouldn't have, and fucking money's like the root of it, right? But there's other things. Your time is gone. You're no longer growing. Some people all of a sudden stop going to the gym. You know, Whatever the fuck happens, whatever little things that's going on, you're showing up to work late. You never used to be so fucking late. You're calling off more. You're running out of PTO days. <laughs> I'm just trying to name some shit. Some of y'all forget about your children. This is like Bobby and Whitney here. You forget about your children. Your children get pawned off to someone else. They're not growing or learning and looking at you no more. Y'all, some of y'all barely you know remember remember to eat. You forget about food. You forget about things. Your mind is a powerful thing. If you don't steer that car, you and that person are going to go right off the cliff. In the name of love, right off the fucking cliff. There are boundaries, people. Boundaries that will promote a healthy relationship. I'm not saying don't have your sticky time and glue with this person that you have found this person to have it with, but do not forget about your responsibilities. And if that person really loves you, they will not let you forget about your rules and regulations and responsibilities in this real world called reality. They will hold you accountable. They will want to see you do good. They understand that there's a time and place for everything. And trust me, y'all will find time to map out and plan a time to just get lost. Be it a weekend a hotel weekend, their house with no obligations. 
This is why, you know, people go out into the woods and find a cabin and just chill. Time and place. You can still have your cake and eat it too. Plan for it. Have a healthy boundary. That's something I didn't do. I realize that shit now. <laughs> yeah, this wraps this heartbreak hotel up. Well caught shit. As y'all already know. There has to be another part to this. I did not get to share all I wanted to share while keeping my timetables fair enough. I would love to hear your comments on this. Good goodness, I know I would. 740-952-0111. Don't be bashful. I tell you, relationships, right? Without it, ain't shit too much you learn. It's an unnecessary evil, in my opinion. Until, until, until next week, Wild Card. I'm out.